0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Madam Speaker, every American was shocked and saddened by the attack on our nation's capital last week. And I am grateful for the leadership that you and other congressional leaders provided in reconvening Congress to complete the people's business on the very same day. It was a moment that demonstrated to the American people the unity that is still possible in Congress when it is needed most. But now, with just eight days left in the President's term, you and the Democratic Caucus are demanding that the Cabinet and I invoke the 25th Amendment. I do not believe that such a course of action is in the best interest of our nation or consistent with our Constitution. Last week I did not yield to pressure to exert power beyond my constitutional authority to determine the outcome of the election, and I will not now yield to efforts in the House of Representatives to play political games at a time so serious in the life of our nation. I urge you and every member of Congress to avoid actions that would further divide and inflame the passions of the moment. Work with us to lower the temperature and unite our country as we prepare to inaugurate President-elect Joe Biden as the next President of the United States. I pledge to you that I will continue to do my part to work in good faith with the incoming administration to ensure an orderly transition of power. So help me God. Sincerely, Michael Pence, Vice President of the United States. And with that, the 25th Amendment was off the table. And impeachment began. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669 on Facebook. Still, Tony Katz Radio. And impeachment is where we are. So they've been going through the rules. Do we have? Are they doing that right now? I'm pretty sorry. Do we have any of that? Oh, they're having a little lunch. Good on them. And then they're going to get to it. I'm going to bring you as much as I possibly can of what it is they go through. What is the argument they're making on impeachment? incitement well incitement's a pretty interesting one because if we're going to say that it was one rally that was incitement you're going to have a pretty hard time with that with timelines and things like that if you're going to say well everything the president has done since before and since the election to gin people up people are going to go through everybody's history of whatever you said to gin people up incitement as a legal issue is extremely difficult to prove but this is not as we would say a legal issue impeachment is different this is not the court of law this is the court of public opinion what would stop the democratic party from moving down this line except of course their own good reasoning that this won't help and i don't even know if the nation's with them you know, they say there's polling that says the nation isn't isn't with. Uh, I can't trust any bit of polling at all. The only thing I can, I'm done. I am done with polls. The only thing I can do is ask you, you think this is going to help? You could answer by saying, well, something should happen to the president. Well, he's going to be out of office. I mean, I, I don't know what else should happen or could happen. Do I like what happened? No, 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 I'll get into that. I, I oppose what, what happened. I oppose mob rule. I, I've said so repeatedly. I was on, I was on uh, Newsmax yesterday discussing this, and I'll get into that as well. What we, the citizens, think is greatly important, but right now, what do Republicans think? Because it came out yesterday, all I got was a text that said WTF, which stands for WTF, that Mitch McConnell was in favor of impeachment. And so I read the article, and it was sources say. I'm like, all right, first things first. It says sources. Can we take a breath? Deep, deep, deep breath. Whenever it says sources, I'm not going to jump right in. But Mitch McConnell was one of the people who was opposed to the idea of challenging the electoral count. And I said, I'm not going to get angry with Mitch McConnell. This is politics, baby. He's trying to secure the win in Georgia. This is what we discussed. Understood, we understood it from the beginning, which is why sometimes I think we are not the ones getting all sorts of freaked out by what's going on around us. When you are honest about the thing that's happening, right, when you're honest uh, about the thing that that that's going on, you can find uh, that you are easier to understand what, what is going on with it. So that we knew that that's what Mitch McConnell was doing and I was not about to throw him under the bus. He wants to now favor impeachment. His wife, Elaine Chao, has already resigned. Well, first, sources. Second, he could be really infuriated by the Senate election and says and can say Trump cost it. Trump, with this nonsense, cost this election. Now... On this, I think that there is more proof of that than before, that this did rub Americans and Georgians the wrong way. In a way that it didn't rub me the wrong way, but it may have rubbed others the wrong way. And number three, remember that politics is very often a game of survival. Mitch McConnell could be looking at the situation and saying to himself, how do I ensure the Republican Party somehow endures? Well, got to purge yourself of Trump. I know it sounds odd. Not what anybody would have said four months ago. Funny how things change. And by doing so and by favoring impeachment, you could be giving cloud cover. To a lot of Republicans, and saying, "Look, uh, the, the the leader is is ready for this and wants to hear it. Is very very upset by what he saw and sees culpability uh, on on the shoulders of President Trump." So there's a lot of ways for this to be played. I don't know how it's going to come out. Honestly, it's you, it's me, it's popcorn, it's bourbon. That's what we're going to have to do. One of the things I won't listen to is stuff like this from Representative Ocasio-Cortez.
1: I don't want to hear or see the Republican Party talk about blue lives ever again. This was never about safety for them. It was always a slogan. Because if they actually cared about rule of law, they would speak up when people break the law.
0: Honestly, people follow her? They follow this child? They would speak up when people break the law? Seattle, Portland, Minneapolis, Indianapolis, New York, Chicago. They would speak up when people break the law? Hunter Biden. They would speak up when people break the law? I don't even know what this means. Wouldn't the better argument be that we need to be opposed as a society to mob rule. Nope, that's not it. It's still this. It's 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 Cortez in in full levels of I don't even know what what to call that, just out of her headness. But she's not the only one, because Representative Liz Cheney, Republican, Wyoming, daughter of former Vice President Dick Cheney, she says, you know what, impeachment. Get them out. She's the number three Republican in leadership. You're talking about McCarthy, Scalise, Liz Cheney. Conference Chair Cheney, we, the undersigned, do hereby petition for a special meeting of the Republican Conference pursuant to Rule 6D to discuss a resolution on your leadership. Resolution says what? The resolution Whereas Congresswoman Cheney's condemnation of President Trump and her support for President Trump's impeachment have been used multiple times by Democrats as justification for a truncated impeachment process that denies the president due process. Whereas Congresswoman Cheney's personal position on issues does not reflect that of the majority of the Republican conference and has brought the conference into disrepute and produced discord. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Republican conference calls upon Congresswoman Cheney to immediately resign her position as chair of the Republican conference. Oh, well, this should be interesting this should be very very telling cheney gonna go cheney gonna stay republicans gonna support what is the fight about how are they going to spin there's a lot we're going to get into all of it remain calm i'm tony katz this is tony katz today Tough guys in the city of New York are canceling contracts with the Trump organization because of the Capitol riots. Okay. well, who couldn't see this coming? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. They didn't do it before. That's the part that is stunning to me. What are the contracts? Right. You've got the Central Park carousel. Right, You've got the Lasker Rink at the North End, the Trump Golf Links at the Ferry Point in the Bronx, and you have Walman Rink in the southern part of Central Park. The Walman Rink story is the story of, of Trump, something that they took and said, this, this is our story. So the Wallman Skating Rink was a total disaster in Central Park, an absolute unmitigated disaster of a thing. And... It, they, they keep trying to build it. They were trying to recreate it. They were trying to fix it. The city of New York couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I think this was either under Koch or under David Dinkins. And Trump said, give it to me. I'll take care of it. I'll do it in a year. Give it to me. He got the rink up and running in less than a year and under budget. That story is the story of, of government versus private enterprise, and it's really the story of you know of Trump and just, all right, I got it done, Next. You know how much money New York City has made because Donald Trump is an egomaniac? I always love the people, and I've talked about this. They, they, they say, you know, if Trump had just invested his money, he'd have more money now than if he had built buildings. He, he, he made far less money. Some businessman he is. Because he's a giant egomaniac who needed to see his name on buildings, how much money did the city of New York make? New York has made billions off of Donald Trump and zero off of Bill de Blasio. Zero off the Cuomo brothers. Zero off of Cynthia Nixon. Zero off of name your New York elitist. You see, Lin-Manuel Miranda can at least say, hey, they made some money off of me. That's right, because Hamilton, he's the guy who created Hamilton, he created uh, Into the Heights. uh, That made money. Good for him. But these politicos... These these socialists Zero baby They ain't made ungats for the city. But they're they're gonna complain and now oh you started a riot. Look, the impeachment thing is happening. We're gonna we're gonna cover it, we're gonna we're gonna carry it. Remember that this would have been something that you could have at least said could be impeachable. And you realize how pathetic their first impeachment attempt was. You realize how hate-filled that was now, right? There's nobody who could say, well, you know, they were right to impeach about Ukraine. They were never right to impeach about Ukraine. And Mitt Romney was never right to vote for removal. He will always be wrong on that subject. This, can you say his words, led to a riot? You would have more ability to say so. You would have more of a story to tell, uh, a, a, a case to make, than you would have on the first. So I- I- if anything, we should at least uh, recognize how pathetic the first attempt was. What's gonna happen here? I don't know. There's the whole conversation with uh, Liz Cheney. I'm, I'll get into to all of that. What is uh, Mitch McConnell saying? I- I've got it. But something came up that I thought was kind of fascinating. And it was stories of how members of Congress, when the riot was taking place, were tweeting what was happening. And you realize after reading those tweets, it's gonna be very important for all of us to know that sometimes you don't have to send out the tweet. So one of the things that happened was uh, people were mad, I think, at, at uh, Representative Lauren Boebert out of Colorado, that the uh, Speaker is no longer on the House floor. So the, the question is, why would you, why would you say where the Speaker isn't? Right? Didn't say where she was; just says where she wasn't. And then you realize that somebody else had tweeted out. We've taken the gas masks from under our seats. I did not know they had gas masks under their seats. I should have guessed as much, but I didn't know it. It's out there, guys. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not breaking any rules of confidentiality. Then, of course, you had the tweets that the, that the Vice President had been removed from the Senate, taken by Secret Service. In this moment, it is not important to get likes on Twitter. It is important to be safe. It is important to fight back when necessary. And it's important to have as little information going out as possible when it's happening from those people who are in it who could be endangering other people. And note, this is not a conversation of blame. I'm not blaming anybody. Not at all. What I'm saying is, is that we have to realize that in these moments, which are serious moments, and be clear, the Capitol was a serious moment. I know a lot of people are pointing to timeline lately. Well, Trump wasn't even done speaking, and people were already there. So how could it be Trump's speech? Uh, I, I, I would argue that I don't think it was Trump within Trump's speech that would be where the real incitement conversation would come from. It might be from some members of Congress. It might be from uh, Rudy Giuliani. It might be from the president himself. In terms of how they're going to argue it, but they may argue other things, right? Incitement for them may not be just specifically the 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 rally before the riot, but rather everything that led up to it. Just just saying what is there, what what, what how it's probably going to go down. But we need to we need members of Congress to know. We need Senate members to know. We need others to know. Sometimes. You want to for safety not share. Now that's you know that's a, that's a almost an antithetical statement to to the things that I believe in because I wanted to know who these people were immediately. Well that was about reporting on them. Reporting on the people who were engaged in this riot which of course I denounce. I was on I was on Newsmax yesterday. I think some people were amazed that I I denounced the riots. What I denounce mobs. It's kind of what I do. (laughs) It's just some of my charm, I guess. Of course I denounce riots. What kind of person doesn't? Look, I oppose mob mentality. I've always opposed mob mentality. I think one of the biggest problems we have is that if we agree that what we saw at the Capitol was wrong, why don't we agree that what we saw in Minneapolis and Portland and Seattle and Indianapolis and New York and Chicago is also wrong. That's what the rational mind should do, yet somehow it's not happening. And that's why, it, that that's something that we should so easily come together on, get so split up. Now, there's a whole conversation to be had about, well, what is the, declaration of independence say and why do we think that somehow this kind of revolutionary spirit is such a problem whoa 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 whoa! the shaman don't speak for me i see i i was calling him a viking see that's my problem i thought he was a viking well with the with the horns and everything else in the furs no he's a shaman i have got audio of the shaman have you heard the shaman i will play that for you I will play that for you and you you tell me, think I should follow that guy? And don't you think that we should have, I don't know, maybe a better way of doing these things? You're going to say fraud, but none of the fraud got proven. But we do have issues and those are worth looking at. Is it worth having some people go and attack the Capitol? I don't think so. I never said it was okay because it's not okay. We'll talk the mob coming up. I'm Tony Katz. The signal story is so incredible and proof positive people just follow and they don't research and they don't do and then they wonder why things go bad but sometimes it's dumb luck tony katz tony katz today 833 got tony 833-468-8669 still on facebook tony katz radio the podcast at rumble.com elon musk tesla elon musk spacex elon musk lots of subsidies elon musk richest man in the world elon musk he puts out a tweet that says you signal Signal is an app created by a nonprofit that has incredibly good encryption, so you can safely communicate with others. I have the Signal app, and and you can utilize it for video. You can utilize it for phone calls. You can, and it, it keeps things safe and secure. Use Signal. Well, he didn't say invest in Signal. He said use Signal. Turns out that there is a stock. And the stock has the ticker symbol S-I-G-L. And they're called Signal Advance. They're out of Texas. They make devices to detect uh, health problems. The stock, which was going for near nothing, immediately went to $3.76. It was $0.60 the day before. So if you had had it at $0.60, you're like, holy cow, look at me. The next day, they go from 376 to 719 And at one moment the day after, the stock was up to $60 a share before people realized, wait a second, this is not what Elon Musk meant. Stock fell like a stone to like $12, then somewhere around 16 So they may have made a whole bunch of money. Some people might have made a whole bunch of money. No one actually paid attention. They had no clue. No clue at all what they were even looking at. This is the American way, right? No real clue of what you're looking at. This brings us to the Viking. Sorry, the shaman. Who was there on the house floor, and he's got the the horns, and he's got the fur, and I'm supposed to somehow believe that this guy... Is in charge. Yes, I'm a, I'm a principled conservative, but this is the guy who I said should lead us to a new promised land, which I never asked for or wanted. He is the guy who's in jail and won't eat. Why? Because he has a very, very sensitive tum tum and he only eats an organic diet. We found the only Trump supporter who has a fully organic diet. Not a diet of Mr. Pibb and whatever's on sale at the local fast food mart, right? Because because all those Trump supporters are just fat hicks, don't care about their health, don't care about nothing, right? I'm assuming I'm assuming that's the way uh, Ocasio-Cortez envisions it with that kind of nonsense. Lord forbid there's any mind at play taking a look at conservative principles and saying, look, I understand Trump's not a conservative, but here's what I got out of it. That goes to a whole, as I've been discussing this legacy conversation, even the people who are running for the exits and screaming that the house is on fire, uh, Kevin Williamson over at National Review wrote that you would put a dog out of its misery if it was the, if it looked like the Republican Party right now. It's like, holy cow. But he's always hated Trump. So uh, Kevin Williamson is the guy who, who wrote Witless Ape Rides Escalator. When Trump announced, that was his headline over National Review. That's a firing gun, folks. I've been to like Kevin Williamson. Um, I, 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 I've, I've enjoyed a tremendous amount of his writings. I cannot tell you that the Republican Party is going to fall apart. I can tell you that people are in a lot of states of this is not who we are. As a conservative, I will tell you, I'm so bothered by the Capitol, by these fools, right? I'm, look, I'm bothered by the people who committed riots and a violence and murdered people across the country because of George Floyd. It wasn't because of George Floyd. It was because you want to tear things down. We see you. We know what's what. There are people who wanted actual changes, and they were pushed to the side by the people who wanted total destruction. That may be the case here. But this is the shaman in an interview that was done by something called Right Side Broadcast. Is it Right Side Broadcasting Network? RSBnetwork.com dot com. I want you to listen to this. I'm going to post up some video of you dancing, doing your music.
2: Let's talk about the spiritual aspect of what you do. And you'll probably do a little bit here before we get kicked off today. Sure. So um, what I do is I practice something known as shamanism. And in shamanism, they sing, they dance, they drum, and they inform the community. They dress up in a way that chases off evil spirits. The singing and the drumming is about chasing off evil spirits because uh, sound actually precedes electromagnetic activity. So when you sing and you drum, especially when you do so really loud, you end up affecting the quantum realm right this is the guy I picked I would rather have producer Ari
0: leading the charge than the shaman Viking organic quantum realm guy whoa (laughs) yeah exactly my point by the way this guy keeps drumming Ant-Man never gets out
2: that's smart that's a funny joke I like that thank you very much and he's not done and this has been being done for thousands of years to ward off evil spirits, ward off negative timelines, and to basically bring positive energy. So part of the reason why I dress this way is because if we were going to have, have like a uh, infiltrator or something like that, they'd be a witch, they'd be a sorcerer or something like that on the dark side. So I practice life magic. I practice the light side or the positive side of shamanism. And when they see me, they go, oh, yeah, we got a We got a big fish out here. We yeah. better not try and stir things up. Well, First rule, when you refer to yourself as a big fish,
0: you are not a big fish. Secondly, this guy couldn't get anybody to follow. This is what drives me nuts. Drives me batty. But I wanted to share that with you. Right? But overall, you know, taking a look at what we're dealing with here, taking a look at what happened, recognizing it, excoriating what must be excoriated, and not letting others say, you see, it's all you. I won't have that. I won't have that at all, and in any way. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. So who has an appetite for all this? Remember, impeachment is about politics, not about the law you got to have an audience that wants such a thing and that audience has to be america because if america doesn't want it those people who push for it don't get reelected. but have we reached the point of critical mass where the anger is so great so incredibly great especially when you consider that they couldn't get president trump on the first impeachment that this is their redemption moment. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony? 833-468-8669. Let me bring in Emily Zanotti of Daily Wire. I said she clerked my mistake. She has uh, argued in front of the Supreme Court. She knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Uh, DailyWire.com. Here's, let's let's start with the legal, uh, Emily. Incitement sure. is a tough one to prove, but of course you don't have to necessarily prove it when you're dealing with 435 votes uh, as opposed to uh, a, a court of law. Where's right. the argument that Democrats will make on incitement and do they have an argument?
1: So incitement is actually a really difficult thing to prove, whether it's in a court of law, whenever you're talking about the First Amendment and whenever you're talking about this burden, the standard of incitement to violence, the the Supreme Court has actually never come up with a real definition of it. A lot of people talk about fire in a crowded theater, but that's actually just an example that the Supreme Court said in one of its decisions. It's actually not the standard that we look to when we're talking about incitement. So I'm sure that Democrats today will start to talk about things that Trump put on Twitter um, his encouraging the legal challenges to the election to go on. But what they're going to really be doing is making a lot of logical jumps on what was really said and then what we saw happen last week in the United States Capitol. I mean, that was a violent attack. So it's, it's going to be hard for them to actually make the argument that he incited it, now certainly there's there's an argument to be made that he may have pushed people in that direction, that these things were simmering sort of under... Under the surface for a while, and he put it over the edge. But these are going to be really hard things to prove, even to 435 people in the United States Congress. And the 535.
0: You know, going down that line, we we've seen so many members of Congress support protests, support riots, uh, not even uh, decry looting that we have seen in Seattle, in Portland, in Chicago, uh, where where you are in Minneapolis, my beloved Indianapolis. We have tweets from uh, Speaker. Pelosi he's saying that the election was hijacked don't all those things come up and play against them if incitement is the argument
1: well and there's also a question as to why nobody brought this up before now in an impeachment proceeding you had an impeachment less than a year ago so if you thought that these things were occurring certainly if you're going to start using evidence from 2019 2018 and further back then you're gonna to have to answer the question as to why you didn't bring this up earlier, why you didn't push for censure. Uh, those are all questions that may have to be answered. Now, of course, the, the temperament on Capitol Hill today is gonna to be actually more in favor of impeachment. And certainly the articles of impeachment do shy away from saying the word incitement they kind of instead say officially something like encouraged or pressed for. They're going to start to stay, stay away from the word incitement and the word insurrection, because what we saw happen last week certainly didn't succeed. So in terms of it being a coup or an insurrection, those, those are going to be something that Democrats will have difficulty proving. But as I'm saying, the the prevailing sort of attitude in Washington right now is that some of these, details don't really matter.
0: Talking to Emily Zanotti of Daily Wire, dailywire.com. The sources say Mitch McConnell is all in. He's infuriated. Liz Cheney, the representative from from Wyoming, she's up for uh, the impeachment, so much so that Republicans now want her to resign from her leadership uh, post. Uh, Mm -hmm. The I I get the the Democrats wanting this. I get some of their most rabid fan base wanting this. I'm more curious, certainly, about Republicans, but they may just be very upset with President Trump for how he has handled the last 30 days, which he has, as I argue, damaged himself. What's the Mm -hmm. real appetite as you are surveying the landscape, as people are talking to you? What's the real appetite for impeaching Donald Trump or just wanting to teach him a lesson on the way out the
1: door? I think they really want to keep him from coming back. I think that's really what's motivating a lot of Republicans right now. I mean, I'm I'm not sure that that's really going to work. He may be prevented. If he's impeached and convicted, he may be prevented from coming back in 2024. But as we've seen with Donald Trump, he doesn't always take no for an answer. Um, I think the last, since November 7th, really, or the day after the election was November 4th, I think... This has really been eating at a lot of Republicans, and they see their own popularity and their own ability to get their job done being eaten away. And I think that that's part of what's driving this. Now, I didn't think that Mitch McConnell could get enough votes in the Senate to, to bring impeachment to trial before Donald Trump leaves office. But now they're saying that, you know, it's very possible we might be seeing an emergency session on Friday. Which would bring lawmakers back into session for the Senate trial so it may be more Republicans than we previously thought would be supportive of this um, I thought they team. were in
0: I thought they were in pro forma sessions and they couldn't get back until the nineteenth
1: so apparently it's possible for them to come back into an emergency session on Friday, if they can get enough people to come in. And I think for McConnell, it will depend on whether he actually has the votes to do this. If he believes he has 17 Republican votes, then we may see something come a little bit earlier.
0: I don't think he has 17 electoral votes. Well, I've got a minute. I would doubt it. I would doubt that one, too. Well, I've got a minute. Of course, there's been the conversation that the people who challenge the electoral college votes, um, uh, they... Uh, have have violated the public trust. They are the insurrectionists themselves. Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, uh, wrong as wrong can be. Uh, it's a violation of federalism. You're you're my my legal eagle right now. Your take?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's based on what their constituents believe, not what Congress believes. We've seen a lot of Democrats in the last couple of days wanting to boot these people from office. They're talking about the Fourteenth Amendment, Section Three, which allows certain people to be removed from Congress on the vote of two-thirds majority in both houses. They want them blackballed on legislation, all of this kind of thing. But really, it's not up to Congress to say whether these people are right or wrong in what they did. It's really up to their constituents. So this is going to be a question of a lot of Democrats just responding to sort of the far left, pressing them to take more blood than just Donald Trump. Um, but I don't see a lot of these efforts to move these people out going very far. We have to remember, we have a very short memory when it comes to what people do in Congress. So what's going on this week may not be precisely how we see everything in a couple of days or on January 21st when Joe Biden is sworn in or the day after Joe Biden is sworn in for president. So in your legal view, will all change.
0: Was this, was voting for an electoral challenge a federalism violation?
1: Um, No, I mean, Democrats have done this before. We've had 30 challenges in 2016. This is nothing new. Um, You are allowed to do this. This is, this is something that, you know, if you believe that this is something that your constituents want, then certainly you have the right to object. And Democrats have considered regularly objected to this
0: so emily Zanati, i gotta leave it there emily zanotti dailywire.com be sure to give it a read and look for her always a pleasure emily uh she needs to come back more often can we make that happen someone anyone i'm tony katz
1: this is tony katz today